Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. Where are they taking my wife? My friend, I'm not sure. But wherever this man is, your wife will surely be. Hey, I know him. He's a curator. He works at the British Museum. Are you sure? You better believe him. He spends more time there than he does at home. Okay, you're here. Bad guys are here. Evie's been kidnapped. Let me guess. Yes. They once again removed the creature from his grave. I don't mean to point fingers, but isn't it your job to make sure that doesn't happen? The woman who is with him, she knows things. Things that no living person could possibly know. She knew exactly where the creature was buried. We were hoping she would lead us to the bracelet. She obviously did. And now they have it. I wouldn't get too nervous just yet. Is that gold? When I stuck it on, I saw the pyramid of Giza. And whoosh! Straight across the desert to Karnak. By putting this on, you have started a chain reaction that could bring about the next apocalypse. You, lighten up. You, big trouble. You, get in the car. I am sorry if I alarmed your son, but you must understand. Now that the bracelet is on his wrist, we have only seven days before the Scorpion King awakens. We? What we? If he is not killed, he will raise the army of Anubis. I take it that's not a good thing. Oh, he'll wipe out the world. Ah, he'll wipe out the world, ploy. Whomever can kill the Scorpion King can send his army back to the underworld or use it to destroy mankind and rule the Earth. So that's why they dug up Imhotep, because he's the only guy tough enough to take out the Scorpion King. That is their plan.
You listen to Super Action Bros podcast talk about movies with explosions and car chases and large bodies of water and giant smokestacks with people's faces on them. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> I have it multiple times in this movie. Welcome everybody to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan and I'm Ian. Welcome to week number three of a Monster Mash month, October three. Resurrection. Yes, where we resurrect some of our favorite film franchises. By favorite, I mean favorite spoopy, action-y ones. Uh, And this week we are talking about the sequel to 1999's The Mummy. The Mummy Returns is the name of the movie we're talking about tonight. Uh, I believe we talked about the original Mummy about two years ago, I think. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, So uh, before we get into that, uh, there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do and you want to say, hey, Uh, the easiest way to do that is to visit the website. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Easiest way to do that is to visit the website of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network by going to stuffandthingsnetwork.com, clicking on the Super Action Bro artwork, and you'll be taken to a page where you can listen to the show uh, right there on the website. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. You can also reach out to us on social media. We have Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff right there. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually by clicking on our photos at the bottom. But if you want to do that right now, you can uh, reach out to me, Ian, on the interwebs at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter too, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also uh, reach out to us via email. There's a big contact us button on the very front page of the website. Click on that and uh, you can fill out the form and send us an email. We like to get those. So, uh, me too. All of that you can be done at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Ryan, the mummy returns. You know, I, I have a I, I misspoke last time. Uh, in the last episode, I, I said that David Escoyer was the writer of Van Helsing, and that's incorrect. It was the writer director of this movie, Stephen, Stephen Summers, Summers, who was the writer of, of correct, that awful, correct, awful correct. piece of garbage. Correct. Uh, so so let's talk about the mummy returns. It's it's so the sequel was made two years later, but it takes place ten years later in movie time. Yes. 10 annoying years. years. Uh, so let's let's talk about the people who made this movie. It's the same guy who made the other one. Steven Summers. Also, well, and he did Van Helsing. He also did the third movie in this series. The, well, kind of third movie slash spinoff, The Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he wrote the screenplay of this new movie, Odd to that movie, Odd Thomas, mm-hmm. that had um, Anton Yelchin in it. I heard is good. Uh, and Another movie we talked about earlier this big, year, G.I. Joe, uh, Rise of Cobra. Yep, he did that one too. Yes. Uh, did you know that that this movie was greenlit the day after the Mummy came oh, out? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. The Mummy was a pretty big hit when it came yep. out. I feel like I feel like they the, still have a ride at Universal Studios for it, the roller coaster. Let's be let's be super let's be super honest about this. The Mummy is popular because it's like an Indiana Jones movie. Exactly. It it's was not, a, it was a time where we hadn't had an Indiana Jones movie in a while. Yeah, we being culture, humanity, and and we craved Indiana Jones, but we knew that. That Harrison Ford and George Lucas just didn't really want to get back into that. I think it was. I think it was more that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were having trouble agreeing on an idea. Yeah. Also, the prequels. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So that said, it's got all the people from that movie back. Like, like a majority of the people from that movie are are in this movie. Mm -hmm. Rachel Weisz, John Hanna, Arnold Vosloo, Oded Fair, Patricia Velasquez, and of course Brendan Fraser all return. But. We have a couple newbies. We do. One of them is a child. One of them is a child. Freddie Boath. What has he done other than this? Uh, He apparently turned down Harry Potter for this movie and served as an onset. Wait, was he going to be Harry Potter? Nah, I don't don't know. He turned down being in the Harry Potter movie. Oh, okay. But apparently he was also such a big fan of the original Mummy movie. I bet they would have made him Draco Malfoy, basically. But he was such a big fan of the original Mummy movie that they would ask him continuity questions 
on set because they knew he would know exactly what happened. In the <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, we have another. Like, yeah, he's he's done almost nothing since then. We have another actor, um, uh, Adewale and <laughs> Nuake. I'm I'm sure I'm I'm butchering the heck. Oh out yeah, of that. he's been in a ton of stuff that we've watched though. Yeah, he's uh, he's he, was Adewale, in, he played Akinoye, Heavy Duty in G.I. Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Agbahe. He was in The Born Identity. Yeah. He was in Lost as Mr. Echo. Yeah. Uh, he most recently, he was in, he's actually, but he's actually crossed the barrier and been in both a Marvel and a DC movie. What? He was in uh, Thor. Um, he was Algrim slash Curse is the name oh, of the okay. character. Probably my minor character. But most recently, he played Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. What? That's yep. crazy. So this guy has, his career has gone up and up and up and up and up. Um, and you definitely would recognize him. You're like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else is there? Uh, we got who, Sean Parks as Izzy. Uh, I've definitely seen him in other stuff uh, besides this movie. But now that I'm looking at it, I don't recognize any of the stuff recently that he's done. But uh, I know I've seen this guy maybe in like... Uh, anyway, keep going. We also have uh, a, a, another character actor, another that guy character actor by the name of Alan Armstrong. Uh-huh. Uh, he's appeared and he's in actually the first Mummy, but he's a bad guy in this one. Oh. Um, he also appeared in uh, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, uh, Braveheart. Uh, he's been in a couple other things, but he re- he's like the museum curator. That's who he is in this. He's he's also the villain. He's in he's in uh, Van Helsing. Uh, as well, um, and he's been in a, he's been in a lot of different stuff. You've seen him where, before. Where I recognize Sean Parks from? Where's that? Doctor Who. Ah, okay. Season two of the uh, of the rebooted series, The Impossible Planet, and the Sea. Yes, pit. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have the big one we've been holding back on. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's in, credited in this movie as just the, the Rock. Rock. Which, which, as we mentioned last time, was the thing that sparked actors like people like uh, actors, actor slash wrestler. I have to say it because he was in a movie, Triple H, to yep. get into the movie and movie business, and probably other people like John Cena. John Cena is going to do something too, isn't he? Going to be in some movie? I don't, I don't know. He's Comes just in. sort of a general ambassador of goodwill for humanity. Are you sure about that? <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, this is like the Rock's. Is this like the Rock's first major thing? This is his, other than being the Rock. I'm pretty sure that this is his film, like. Like non wrestling film debut. I mean, he's been in a bajillion other things. He obviously, does not do a whole lot. No, he's movie. in the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, and that is it. Um, he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's in the Scorpion Hands. He's this. Um, yeah, this is. This oh is, wow, he was on Star Trek Voyager. Keep an eye out for him. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I guess he he also that made a cameo. Show. He was on the uh, television series The Net, based yep. on the movie The Net. Yep. Uh, and Voyager before this. This is his film debut. Yeah. So, but we also have a lot of returning cast members. Uh, the one I really want to bring up is Rachel Weisz's eyebrows are back. Uh, unlike in the first movie where they t- made her probably yeah, they, shave them they, down they to nothing. Her, they let her just, just, you know, have her whole I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a, a I'm going to have a, a guy moment. Whoever did the, that. whoever did the makeup in this movie did a better yeah. job. I'm going to have a guy moment one. for a second. Leave Rachel Weiss's eyebrows alone. They, they, they bring a lot of attention to her, to her pretty face. You know, I realize cut them this smaller. is, this is the third Rachel, Rachel Weiss movie I've watched in a row. Uh, because we watched Constantine, uh-huh. and then with my kids, I watched Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh yeah, how was that? Actually, surprisingly good. Really? Uh, it was. I mean, like I went in with relatively low expectations, uh, but but a lot of those my live action, a lot it. of those live action Disney movies that they made recently, it's a Disney movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, have been actually quite good. It's directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, the story is interesting. It's got some good twists and turns. Uh, everybody's pretty good in it. Yeah. I, I I liked it. All we right. watched Wizard of Oz the next night and. 
I prefer that one because of the songs and because it's because <laughs> it's American the Wizard classic. of Oz and it's but, a film but masterpiece. It, but it, it it's solid. It's good. Yeah. It's also my dad really liked because it. my dad also said the new Cinderella was really good. Too. The new Cinderella is fantastic. Did they sing songs in it too? No, but, no songs. But but you will cry. Okay, it's required. Like if my dad you also cry, like my dad also liked the new Jungle Book, which I heard a lot of mixed reviews on. Oh, okay, but. but yeah, no, yeah. the Oz the Great and Powerful, it's, I'm excited for it's pretty good, though. but it is, from a copyright perspective, completely distinct and separate and not at all related to the classic Wizard of Oz because no. that has a few elements that are not part of the public domain Wizard of Oz, but are instead copyright copyright and holed by Did you notice? Uh, MGM. By for the instance, way. There's no ruby slippers. Something, an internet video pointed this out to me. Um, did you know that in The Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. there's a point where they all have weapons and they're going to the witch's castle? Yeah. Did you notice that the scarecrow has a gun? Yeah, he totally He's just, got a revolver. He's totally just holding I a revolver. I never noticed yeah, that. And somebody pointed that. that out to me. I'm like, where the heck did he get a gun? <laughs> what are they? What? What's going on here? sort of social commentary since he's the one without a brain. Maybe. Uh, um, okay, moving <laughs> on. Don't don't write no, us but, letters. But, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me, let me read the dialogue back for a second. All right, all right. Um, there's something I was going to say, and now you made me lose it. Oh, no, I'm really excited for the Beauty and the Beast uh, movie that's coming out. Oh, that yeah, Hermione as, as, as Beauty, Belle. Oh, as Belle is perfect. I'm, I'm excited perfect for casting. that. Uh, um, so speaking of casting, that's all the people in The Mummy Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like they got everybody that they could get from the first movie back. Everybody who didn't explicitly die in the first movie returns. Um, yeah. So, well, even people who did explicitly die come back. Yeah, that's true. The Mummy comes back. <laughs> yes, he does. Um so, so uh, what would you say, Ian, is the MacGuffin of this movie? Well, okay. We'd so, like to talk about the MacGuffin in the a movie. Ma- a MacGuffin is a, a is a filmmaking term that we use. It's a Alfred Hitchcock coin term, and what it is is it's the driving uh, force behind a film. What is everybody trying to get? What is what is motivating and pushing the film forward, pushing the characters forward? And a lot of times we use it a little more loosely here on our show, just kind of try to you know, shoehorn it into everyone. Uh, so we sometimes will think of pick a concept or everything. Uh, this one is a pretty clear MacGuffin. It's it's the getting it's either getting to or stopping the army of Anubis, uh, which is yep. the Scorpion King's army. Yeah. Uh, you could argue there's little Scorpion MacGuffins throughout Kings. the way. Undead, yeah, army. army. Um, so, uh, which cannot be stopped by anything. Undead armies are sort of a theme in these movies. Yes, they they quite are. <laughs> um, Not even sort of. Okay, so let's talk about this movie, Ryan. Let's talk sure. about. We can talk about the themes and stuff. I don't, we didn't even talk about the themes at all in Blade Trinity because there were none. were there any? No, um, but in the themes in this movie, the one thing I will say, and it's it's a very loose theme, but it's in there, is parenting. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Or like, I mean, the, like, like cause we, we take these people who are really action oriented people, you know, the first movie, by the way, there's actually a really, I will say this. There's one point in this movie that I think is really good character writing or a like character like stuff without using any dialogue, which I think actually was really smart, which is when they first kick open that door. Uh, uh-huh. you know, they kick it. They're like, Oh, you can use little chisel. Oh, fine. We'll do it your way. And they push the door open. And Rachel Weiss is like careful not to step on any of the spiders or the scorpions, like to preserve everything as it is. And Brandon Fraser just like squish, squash, like walk it through. I'm like, you know what? As as dumb as this movie is, that's a smart little like it tells you everything you need to know about the characters. Like she's gonna treat things respectfully and very carefully, and he's gonna be like, I'm just gonna push down whatever I got to get to where I gotta go. Yep. Like I know that sounds stupid for to look into the movie like this that much, mm-hmm. but I I liked that no, little no, moment. No, that's good. It's a, it's a good moment, and it's sort of at least as far as like that the 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 kid. They sort of play him as as sort of both roles simultaneously. Yeah, he's like he has his mother's his mother's smarts, but he has his father's like sense of just jump in with jump both in, feet. Yeah, and do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think, I mean, obviously loosely parenting, but like the idea of, I don't know, which these I, people are not good parents. No, they're not. <laughs> and, and like, like at one point the son gets kidnapped and then like the parents are like getting ready to go. And like some other stuff is happening and there's just like, just like a few minutes of like witty banter and things going on. And my wife looks at me, she's all their, their kid just got kidnapped. And I'm like, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. But yeah, so I, it's, it's, uh. Sometimes this movie gets a little too cute for its own good. It does. And a lot of things happen in such fast succession that you don't know what's happening. Like they bring like last movie, it took a lot to bring Imhotep back to life. And in this movie, they, it's they, like five minutes. And well, they're, but they the thing got is it. like for plot related reasons, they got to get Imhotep unlocked and, 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 and out there early Yeah, because they got so much other stuff that happens. And that's, I think that's the, that's going to be, I think that's the big flaw in this movie. Yeah, is that they got too much to do. Yeah, they have there's, a lot to do. There's, there's not, there's no time for anything to happen because you're too busy doing the next thing that has to happen. Absolutely, it's I agree. just like f- you get you get about a, a quarter into this movie and it's like, and it turns into a Michael Bay movie where they're just nonstop yeah. going, just yeah. go, 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 go. Don't think, just kill these guys. Just keep going. Yeah. Just don't think about and it. There's no great lines like, "Look who's on the other side of the river." Yeah, that was my favorite Brendan Fraser line from the first one. It's so dumb. Hey, have you? So I see this this like. But my favorite guy like, came back, and that's all I cared about. Yeah. Who? The the what well, I can't remember his character's name. The Magi dude. The dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the oh my George god. George Harrison guy. I like him the guy a who lot. Plays, like the guy who plays Jafar in Once Upon a Time. I could see him doing that. Um, but like I like him as an actor in these. But like that's mm. that that to me. I'm like forget Brendan Fraser. I like that guy. That guy's cool. Well, do do you ever click on that clickbait article? I've never done it, but I always see this clickbait article. It's like oh yes, find I out abs- why Brendan Fraser doesn't work in Hollywood. I absolutely anymore. have because I clicked on another one today oh, that yeah. was like why don't we see Johnny Knoxville anymore. I learned some crazy Johnny stuff. Johnny Knoxville was just in stuff. Johnny Knoxville hurt his like man part area really bad. Oh, like really bad. Gone. Like he has to do stuff to it to make sure certain parts don't get carterized and close up. Oh, yeah, that sounds that's uncomfortable. The, that's what the clickbait article but, told me. But what about Brendan Fraser? Is it just uh, that he's got a gut now? He's older. Right. He looks crazy. Hashtag I don't know. Dad bod. I guess I don't know. My my mom used to have the hots for Brendan Fraser when I was a kid. Did you ever see? George of the, the Jungle? Jungle? Absolutely, I have. I've the seen theaters. I've seen the remake of Bedazzled. I've seen a lot of Brendan Fraser. Uh, what about Dudley Do Right? Yes, seen yeah, Dudley Do Right as well. It's not good. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't successfully adapt. Well, actually, I've been proven wrong. They did successfully adapt one thing. Peabody and Sherman. No, believe it or not, that was cute. Rocky and Bullwinkle. And you're gonna say what? I saw that. I saw that movie. There, if you really watch that and then watch back the show, you're like, it's actually pretty much this. They, they got yeah. it right. <laughs> like, it's not good, but neither was it's the show. Ridiculous. But I love Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, reminds me of this tattoo I saw. On the, I'll tell you that story off off the mark. Um, there was a tat. Oh, I went to a Friday the Thirteenth thing for a tattoo, and this really like hardcore looking like moose head with yellow eyes. And I was like, I wonder if the artist will do on one part of my body the moose head, and then do a squirrel like a gray squirrel with it with a, with a blue like pilot thing on, like a really like, real looking those realistic looking moose, uh, realistic looking squirrel, moose and squirrel. But it is it's Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Gosh. I love Rocky and Bullwinkle. They're pretty silly. I don't know. Uh, he goes to What's the Matter Here. What a great name for school. It's a, it's anyway, a uh, so this we'll movie to, is. We'll have to watch that one maybe as like a kids action movie. You do, yeah. do like a kids action movie month. That might be fun. This movie is pretty silly. It, it it's bad. It's not great. It it's 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 fun. There's sequel escalation for sure because there's oh, a lot more absolutely. locations. There's yeah. new characters. There's the, the added higher kid. stakes. Wow. What do you think about? We haven't really. 
Okay, so this is one thing we haven't really discussed. But speaking of sequel escalation, mm-hmm. one way that you can escalate a sequel is by adding a kid. Yes. Well, uh, famously, Temple of Doom does it. Yep. Uh, That's I feel like this is the first movie one. we've watched where they just add a kid. Yep. They just throw a kid in there. At least that hey, I Hey, there's think of. this kid now. Yeah. What do you think about that? I know we watched Dick Tracy. That had a kid in it. Yeah, um, but that wasn't a sequel. I know, but but still, like, there's there's always yeah, that, that element that one of did have a kid, and we're gonna have a kid. His name is the kid, for God's sake, in that movie. Yeah, what's his name in this movie? Uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Alex. Yeah. It's Alex. They probably named him after Alexander the Great. Probably. I don't know. Or some guy. Um. But what do you, like, what do you think of the kid? Uh he's perfectly kid like. Seems really excited to be in a mummy movie. Yeah, he he definitely is excited to be there more than anybody else. Like he's I, really stoked that he's in the mummy movie. I feel like almost every time they 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 we get the kid again, it's just sort of like, well, what's this kid doing here? Like like it's like it's like they, they Absolutely. Yes. Like it is so 100% shoehorned yes. in. Oh. Like he exists to appeal to kids seeing these movies. And he exists to make to, to make um he exists for 10 year old boys to be like i can't do this movie but not only that but it's also for 10 year old boys to to understand oh i could be smarter than an adult which is like every Jonathan. 10 year old boy's dream yeah every every everybody everybody rich or poor old or young is smarter than jonathan in this movie all he wants is ladies and gold like, oh that's yeah, all yeah. He cares it, about. it's funny that it says in the trivia that the the that steven summers talked about it that they wanted it to make it seem like Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss's characters had like grown and matured over ten years, and that her brother's Has character like, Jonathan digressed. had not at all oh, learned okay. anything. I see. Uh, I did like the Chekhov's gun of him carrying that that gold pillar for like yeah. the majority of the movie. Yeah, and then right then the be like, oh, I, I need that to kill the Scorpion King. Is like, all right, guys, thanks. thanks. And then and then thanks and then Imhotep catches it, and then Brendan Fraser knocks it away. Yeah. Oh man, there's some shots in this movie. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> so. All right, let's let's but break the down. The kid feels so just oh, like, yeah, absolutely. hey, yeah, Force. we put a kid in let's this just, movie. Let's just hammer that out. Let's, and let's have him shoot the bad guys with a honestly with a slingshot in the butt. You know who else feels it's forced hilarious. in this movie? Who? Imhotep feels forced in this he, movie. He really is he, unnecessary. He really is unnecessary. The only reason they brought him back is because we need an opposing force trying to get to the Scorpion King Temple. It's called and because it's called the Mummy. The Mummy, and so like they're and, expecting and him probably to come back. and probably Arnold Vosloo was like. But like signed learned, a contract and was like, learned, hey, I have to be in this movie. We learn more about his past. We learn more that Rachel Weiss is a reincarnation of the Pharaoh's yeah, daughter. We learn the Pharaoh's. They, they do. They do some some Raphael sci fighting. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember Japanese sci being Combat used in in, 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 ancient, in Egypt. ancient Egyptian times. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Also, Rachel Weiss totally looks like she's an Egyptian king's daughter. That's, yeah, that's she believable. Might. She, she kind of, eh, she's got some, she's got some features. <laughs> she's not, I mean, she's not, listen, it's not like it's like. She's not white bread. She's not Anne Hathaway trying to be, <laughs> you know, she at least has some, 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 fe- some features that are she's, not like. There's some ethnicity is yeah, what you're saying. Not Kate Beckinsale, you know. <laughs> I'd, I'd say she, well, well, the other girl's pretty good too. She looks, she looks like it. She's Venezuelan. Um, yeah, man, she, I, I buy it. Um, but like, I, I don't know, like he just I'm felt like as much as I'm like, oh, it's the mummy returns and I want to see the mummy guy again. It's almost like, well, uh, it becomes like a too many villains problem. I would have rather like had a, it be like, like, like a, you know, like a bad superhero movie. It's like, yeah. Well, now we got, the, uh, now we got both of these guys. Well, it's and, because and they, they decided to call it the Mummy Returns. If they would have called it something else, yeah, maybe a different mummy's in it. Maybe the Scorpion King is the bad guy. But like, they didn't quite form it that way. But the, you got to admit, the Mummy Returns is a solid name. Yeah, like, it is. It's like, great. If you're gonna, oh yeah, it's great. If you're gonna make a sequel to the Mummy, like. 
It's either the mummy returns you know, or the mummy's way, revenge. Do you know, by the way, the mummy, like the aside from all the action elements and uh-huh. Rick O'Connell and all yeah, that yeah. stuff, um, is pretty close to the original mummy, like the character oh, of Imhotep yeah, yeah. and him being in love with somebody. You know, uh, like it's it's very similar to the he original was like the universal. Advisor of the king, and she was betrothed to the king. Pretty much, I mean, but 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 it's stuff. not. But he doesn't walk around like in like the ooh shamble. He just it's it's Boris Karloff. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but like yeah, I, I don't know. Like as much as I like him being in there, and the part where he. <laughs> His ultimate end of the movie is so like he just realizes that she's not willing to risk her neck to save him, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll just there's nothing to hell. I guess I don't need to come back again." Yeah, Um, that's kind of it. Kind of is heartbreaking a little bit. It is. You're like, "Oh, sorry, buddy." His whole deal is like, "I'm gonna (laughs) resurrect my love," (laughs) and and she's like, "Oh, you resurrected me." How many times, dude? How many times until does it take? How many times you got to go back to the well before you realize there's snakes in there? Some guys just, or those some, little bugs that crawl under your skin. Some guys just don't get it. No, they, they did. Don't. They did throw that in there early, no, just for a second. Uh, they don't. Some guys just don't take a hint, man. But yeah, okay. So let's talk about the action sequences in this sure. movie. Um, so there's a couple of them. There's, there's the house fight. No, there's well, there's the beginning part that, with the water yeah. running through and flood. I mean, it's yeah, kind of yeah. a, it a lot. Of, a lot that, of it's kind of like the first one in the temple feels very like low rent Indiana Jones. Absolutely. Like low, like All emphasis of it on feels low rent. Like low rent Indiana Jones. It's just like like if it. It always looks like sets. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know how Spielberg and George Lucas did it with less technology and a lower budget. You know, twenty years earlier. But it's called knowing how to film something in the correct way. But Indiana Jones looks like you're in an actual, hit, you know, God, forbidden just, temple, this, and this movie looks like just you're at the Raiders Universal. Again. Yeah, this, you're at the Universal the, theme you're park. You're at the Universal backlot. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like every single time, it's like, oh, that's you know, I guess they needed the hallway set, so they kind of dirtied it up, put some sand on the floor. Yeah, like, it's just you're in the mummy walkthrough maze they used to have. Yeah, you know? like it, it, it really, really just like the sets look bad. Yeah, they do. They really and do. and every time they're CG, it also looks bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, the house looks pretty realistic. So there's a battle in a house. Yeah, that's, and that's. It's all right. You know, it's fine. There's some swords, and then that battle kind of transitions of into guns. a battle at the museum in like yeah. the back rooms and for that's... some reason, uh, because they're going to sacrifice Rachel Weiss. And then there's a fight with do. the mummy guards on the bus. Yep, that that has a pretty good line in that. That part's pretty good. I like I like the the one my, my favorite is the shotgun line. where she grabs a shotgun and. Well, I like that that part at the very end of it. Like, oh, is everybody okay? Like, I hope that was okay. And the the guy who's my favorite actor goes, "That was my first ride on a bus." <laughs> I was, that's I that's actually, the best. That might be the best line in the I movie. Actually, I chuckled. I chuckled at that. I was like, ah, "That's pretty." Because he's like, because he like delivers in such a way of like, "This is my this this this, this everything was, is everything is new here." Yeah, this is yeah. new to me. This was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, no, that's that that might be the the funniest line in the movie. Yeah, it might be just just this in non sequitur. I almost wonder if he was just sort of like. Like, I also enjoy Rachel Weiss's thing when she's talking to what's what's the guy's name Izzy or Iggy yeah or yeah uh, what she was talking Izzy. about like the belly dancer belly dancer you and I need to talk like I I, I thought that was kind of <laughs> kind of silly um, but yeah they have a whole new element of of air flight in this movie there's like yeah. a balloon part yeah a, a dirigible well yeah. no it's not a it's not a rigid airship and then the part a... that everybody probably remembers from this movie which is where they're flying through the cav like the canyon and, yeah, then, yeah. and like, then the water with the face, face on it is what, chasing yeah, them the, the mummy guy really likes to put his face on on things first it was sand yeah. now it's water uh that, very, I mean, and that the, part the rocks is, puts his face on something it's true he does yeah um, um it's i mean it's it's fine and then every, they go to like 
giant CG oasis. Xanadu yeah. in the middle of in the middle. And okay. they fight those CG zombie pygmy things. Yeah, little pygmy little pygmy monkey something. I don't zombies. know what. They're zombies. Zombies of some kind. I don't know. They they they're weird. Destroy um, the cut off the head or destroy the brain. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and then and then the other guys have to fight <clears throat> and the Anubis army yeah. of like all these Anubis and it feels very dog people. I I, I kind of feel I was a little, a little surprised. Lot of CG in this movie. I was so a little much. surprised that that, well. that that whole battle was not in slow motion with like big sweeping music. Yeah, I feel like if this movie was made Lord like of a, the Rings. like a couple of years yeah. later, oh, yeah. it would have been very Lord of the Rings. That whole standoff scene. Absolutely. I, I feel like we almost dodged a bullet that we didn't have to deal with another Lord of the Rings homage. Well, in that. and then Rachel Weiss gets stabbed. Right, she dies, and they bring her back, and then and then her son just like. Does black magic? But there's no that, big deal. There's that hallway where where Brendan Fraser's walking down with that axe, and like they keep cutting to like shadows. And t- I know what they're trying to do is be like, oh look, it's like like he lower close up on his eyes, and it's further away. But yeah, because it, it seems like he's gonna he's he's angry and he'll stop at nothing. But the shots are awful. Yeah, like it cuts away from his face and it's further away in a different angle. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like if you're gonna do this, like have some consistency. This looks like garbage. Like, come on, Stephen Summers, you're better than this. And I was like, there's well, no, but there's no way there could <laughs> yeah, be a the worse. The track record shows that. Maybe he isn't. There's no way this movie could have a worse shot at it. And then they fight the Scorpion King. Oh, it has a scorpion body. So 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 they fight the Scorpion King and out comes a boss from Resident Evil. <laughs> it's a video game boss. Yeah. Like, and you literally like, see like, there's this huge door in the back of this set and you're like as like Emotep and, and yeah. uh Brendan Fraser are fighting and you're like Something's gonna come out of that door. And it's like you're <laughs> it's like you're at the it's like you're at the Dave and Busters playing House of the Dead. <laughs> You see that door in the distance, and then you it opens, some... and you're all okay. Reload, and and there <laughs> it is. This this giant scorpion with the face of the rock, this badly CG'd face of the rock on oh, it. It, it. To be fair, it was 2001. Okay, it it still looks bad. It does, it does. But back then, you're it's probably still, like, wow, that like, looks just like the like rock. it literally looks like Resident Evil or it like House like of the Dead. Game. Like yeah, it is real bad. Like looking at it now. Like I have seen better live rendered graphics on my telephone. Yeah, I have too. Um, but this moment, so there's an entire fight. There's a big fight, and they're and fighting. They He's have, a scorpion. Yeah, and then and then the and then uh, Rachel Weisz and Anaxuna Moon. Big, big I'll never. Claws. For, by the way, I'll never forget that name. Anaxuna Moon is like drilled into my head forever. Really? I don't know why. But I, it, it's just gibberish to me. I know, but for some reason, it's drilled into my head forever. Probably because that dude yells it so much. Um, but so they're fighting, and there's this point. So he finally, like, Rick O'Connell stabs the Scorpion King, killing him. Rick O'Connell is the Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan Fraser stabs him with the with the thing, killing oh, after, him. Oh, after, like, a, a thing that we never mentioned except for, like, in two scenes immediately previous. Right. Like, hey, you have a special magic tattoo. It means you're this special protector. He's like, whatever. No, I'm totally not. And later he's like, no, no, maybe, like, maybe I kind of am. And then he sees a, a picture on the wall of a guy who has the exact same tattoo as him, holding the exact same spear that he has. And he's all, oh, yeah, that's me, huh? Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do because here's a, an, a, like an exact drawing of what's yeah, exactly supposed to happen. It's real bad. Um, but then he does this thing, and I have the movie. I want to pull it up because I need to show you what you gotta, you got to tell me in words because this is a podcast that you can't see. Uh, I assume our listeners may be driving or doing something else with their eyes. So here's, uh, so describe it as best you can using word pictures. Okay. I, I need to, I, I, well, uh, do you remember when he stabs him? Yeah, yeah. And there's that angle of him stabbing him, and then there's this empty space on the left side of the screen. Do sure. you remember this? Uh-huh. Who's not in this shot that was also in this scene? Imhotep. And what does Imhotep do to get into the shot? 
to show his reaction to being upset that he's not going to get the army of Anubis. He does this, and I'm going to do it in real life. And I will describe it for you. So let's pretend. So he's standing. Here is Rick O'Connell. Sure. Here is the scorpion. Yeah. He just got stabbed. This is what. So he's way over at the corner, right off screen. He's off camera, and he runs in like this. No! Oh, so he like he's not just in the shot. He has to like sort of sort of jog shot. in and then stop real fast and then bend down and be he runs out. into the shot. Which I'm like, it's like he's like anybody. I gotta run over here and then be sad. It is so funny. So the camera can I get me. I fell down on the couch. I was laughing so hard because I'm like, that is the cheesiest worst shot. You couldn't cut to a reaction shot of him across the room or just reframe the shot so he's in it. Yeah, or something like that. Like I have to show you it's that bad. I'll, sh- I'll pull we'll it up and I'll show up. you we'll after, the after the podcast because it's so bad that if once you see it, you'll know and you'll be like, oh god, that's really bad. So this movie feels kind of the production wise. It, it like it looks pretty good, but it feels very fly by night. Yeah, it feels like they were like, hey, you know, like that first mummy did really good. Let's just uh, let's just make another one. All right, absolutely. All right, here we go. Here yes. we go, mummy. Here we go. Uh, you know, we need some sort of temple. Uh, it looks kind of templey. Let's just, we'll just use that. Uh, close down, close down Universal Studios for the day. Um, <laughs> close down Universal Studios. For nobody's the day? nobody's using it. Nobody wants no, to ride the mummy ride anyway. I got a great. Did they even have the mummy ride at this point? I think they might. Uh, I want to say they did, but I'm not 100% sure. I wish that they had been slightly clearer on the whole, like, suddenly Rachel Weisz has ninja skills and and remembers when she was a queen of Egypt. Yes. Bit, because, like, they were really unclear about that. And for my fan fiction to make the most sense, <laughs> like, I'm going to need... I'm gonna need more there. Well, that she, they all she says is like I'm reincarnated spirit of the the daughter. But the whole but the whole deal with 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 uh, with Anatsu Namon, which whatever her name is, Anatsu Namon. Sure, whatever. Sue Namon. I don't care. Uh, the whole deal with her was that like they had to perform a special ritual that brought her old soul back into her new body. Right. And and they didn't. None of that happens with Rachel. Why she just Correct. has ninja skills? Absolutely. And it, and it, it it seems like like the way she's acting is that ninja skills were not a thing that she had immediately previous. No. And she is surprising herself with her skills, and so they just sort of like are like, well, now now she's also a reincarnated ancient <laughs> Egyptian. Like it's gonna make it's gonna make family life interesting. Oh, there's a stupid scene because I have it played in the background here. There's a point where. The library curator guy gets grabbed by the, the Scorpion, Scorpion King, King, and Umutep goes, "Why?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That is the entirety of this movie." That is that is most of this movie. This movie is very. There he is. Oh man, that guy's such a mess. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah this this movie is. It's, it's trying. Not my favorite, the Mummy movie. No, it's trying really hard. To like be a good sequel, it's really trying to be like engaging to add more characters, it, it, to add more. It adds action. another villain. They go to more places. Yeah, it's adds a really kid. trying hard to like be a good sequel, but it's 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 just doesn't pan out well. Like it's not awful, but like the first one is leaps and bounds better than this movie. Yeah, and the first one was like already a poor man's Indiana Jones. God, there it is, a poor man's Indiana Jones movie, and this one is even like less. This is almost like Temple of Doom is. Like, Temple of Doom art. is better than this. Yeah, Creek, I, I'll go so far as to say this: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is better than <sighs> this. Oh, all right. Well, uh, at least that us, one had Indiana Jones send in us it. Letters. At least that one had Indiana Jones That's in true. it. Send us letters. I would rather watch Shia LaBeouf than more of that. This kid. This kid is awful. 
He's the worst. But he really likes the mummy. And Jonathan is not funny. He is he, not. He's great. never been funny. No, he's he, they they try so desperately to make that guy funny, and he's just not funny he at isn't all. Funny at all. Um, and look, look at them. All they're doing is shouting at each other. Anyway, the point is, can't see it. The point is, there's a lot of shouting. In this movie, uh, so. My God, the point is, it's not. You were alive when it begins to eat you. It's not great. Honestly, the first mummy is 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 decent. This one is just like eh. Like, it's this a, is like it, this, it's, it's totally skippable. It feels like a cash grab. It's a cash grab. They're so, like, oh, so we, what would you say? Would you say that it's blockbuster, or would you say that it's a lackluster? Well, first let's 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 ask the important question. Sure. Did you watch this with your wife? I alone? did. And did she stay awake through the whole thing? She did. She did. And what did she think? Ah, exactly. Yeah, she was she was disappointed with how they weren't actually at all uh, concerned about their kid being kidnapped by an ancient mummy. <laughs> That's the mother side of her. See yeah. me, I was just like, oh, they'll get him back. It's well, you, you don't have kids. I know, but 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 the other part of me is like, you never get over. Well, the other part of me is like, well, it's a movie; they'll get him back. If this happened in real life, I would be really upset. But this is pretend, and I know they're going to get him back because this movie is not going to kill a child. Because yeah. I know that this is the type yeah, of movie this movie this is, is definitely will not, not murder a child. Kid. No, absolutely not. Um, so uh, I would say overall, yeah, what would you give it for your rating? <sighs> Four, okay. Four, Four. what? Because I mean, I think it's. I mean, like, if you really enjoyed the first one, you'll probably enjoy parts of this one. Sure. But if you're like, oh, the first one's okay, like you don't really need to watch this one. Um, for what? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say, who? I don't know. Uh, four. <laughs> um. Oh, four skeleton hands that 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 happen when you put your hand inside a giant scorpion and it rips your skin and organs off but you don't bleed it instantly carterizes it and you pull out a skeleton hand and you're walking around just staring at it and then clutching it in your oh. four skeleton <laughs> hands that's pretty good what All are you right. gonna give it uh i'll give it i'll give it the same uh-huh. i'll give it four like it's serviceable it's not as bad as blade trinity no but it's 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 still not not good no um it's not good. I'll give it four um, crappy airboats. <laughs> Out of ten? Yeah. A blockbuster lackluster, I'd say it just goes over into lackluster for me. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's not like again, if you like the first mummy movie, you'll probably like parts of this. Yeah. If you if you're like eh, about the first mummy movie, no really need to watch this. I, I feel like it's one of those movies where you watch it and at the end you're like, Well, that happened. Yeah. On with my day. All right. Like, it doesn't really have any effect, profound effect on you or any thought about it other than that. But I can see it's fun. Uh, It's it's got a good nostalgia factor if you were like us, kind of high school age. I do like, honestly, I do like the, even though it's kind of cheesy looking now, I do like the water chase through the, through the cavern. I I haven't actually seen this before. I had seen, I think once before. I think that it would have fared better had I previously seen it. Probably. Yeah. Makes me want to rewatch the mummy and see if I actually think that that's any good there's one more compared to two two year old no there's not Ian. there's a movie called the scorpion king no there's one more but it doesn't have imhotep in it no it's got the rock no there's another one that's the third mummy movie what yep what's it called the mummy three really yeah all right well next year it's not what's what's another part of the world that had mummies other than egypt oh no really (laughs) south america nope mexico nope Think more east, Ryan. The far east, if you will. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, man. Might have gently in it. Oh, God. <laughs> but we don't have to worry about that for now. 
<laughs> maybe in another year. year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for The Mummy Returns, and that's going to do it for Super Action Bros this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, of course, we want to give you a upcoming preview of what we're going to be watching next time for to continue Monster Mash Monthtober 3. And boy, howdy, it's just getting worse. Uh, we're going to watch another third sequel. It's we a prequel, are. actually. Yeah. Um, it takes place before, and so we don't get to see Kate Beckinsale running around. Darn. We get to watch a lot of Bill Nighy and I Martin like Sheen. I do like Bill Nighy. So we're going to watch Underworld 3. I think it's actually just called, called Underworld. Underworld. Rise, Rise of, of the, the Lichens. Lichens. Uh, so get ready for more Vampire versus Werewolf action next time on Super Action Bros. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Join us next time for Underworld Rise of the Lichens. And remember, whether it's Blockbuster or Lackluster, we're the Super Action Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.